You're listening to Play Callers. New episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Also, be sure to check out the Tiger's Den Podcast. New episodes dropping every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central Time. Available to stream across all platforms. Hello and welcome to Play Callers Episode 6. And man, we got a great episode planned for you today. You know, we got this beautiful Saturday morning, a great college football slate today, and more importantly, a big win last night for the Auburn High Tigers. We are joined today by Auburn High graduate, Auburn University graduate, the spark plug of the coaching unit, defensive back coach, Coach Kitchens. Coach, how are you doing this morning, bright and early, after the big win last night? Oh, man, I'm feeling good. Uh, we got in about 1 o'clock this morning, so I definitely got my eight hours. But, uh, you know, today with the Auburn-Georgia game, it's definitely going to be a full day ahead. So looking yes, forward sir. to it. Yes, sir. All right, with that, I'll get right into my a few questions in this beginning section. Um, how do you think your defensive backs played last night? Uh, I really think they did phenomenally well. I would probably say it's one of our best games this season. Um, looking at the stats, they had – uh, 179 yards passing, which it, it seems like a lot, but for high school football and a really good quarterback that Ramsey had, um, it was a really, really good night. I think we had three explosive plays where they got a, a good chunk of those yards. Um, but other than that, I think we played our we, we played our tails off. Yeah, on uh, AJ's countdown that me, Max, and Reese do, we talked about the Ramsey star quarterback. You know, he's recruited, he has offers and everything. So I would say it was a win as well. Any names you want to mention that stood out to you last night that made big plays, kind of surprising players that stepped up? Um, for one, I got to go with the sophomore. His name is Cameron Creighton. He plays defensive end. Um, I chat big. I work a lot with the sophomores in the summer, so it was really cool to see him get his first high school career sack last night. Um, so I was really rooting for him. Um, the linebackers always step up. Coach Goolsby does a great job with Ty Hudson, Wyatt Trexler, DJ Wisher, and Andrew Hunt. All of those guys step up and made made key plays. And then, of course, on the back end, you have Mike Gunn's interception. Um, Pete Davis is a lockdown corner. He doesn't get many targets during the game, but, you know, when they try him, he always comes up successful. Um, and then the two safeties, Jackson Mills and Davis Smith, they, they have grown so much uh, since the spring. Um, both of them are smart guys, and they, and they really do uh, a great job on the back end. Yes, sir. So I was doing a little bit of research before we started, and I saw that you personally played safety in high school. And I quote on your interview in 2015 that I found, I like coming downhill and making big hits. So what do you say to your players to coach them based off of your high school experience? Um, Well, unfortunately, my high school career got cut short two games into my senior year. Um, Ironically enough, it was against playing Opelika. Um, And so I always tell them I live vicariously through them. Um, but I also tell them that there's a switch that you got to flip, you know, especially to play a, a hard-nosed position like safety. Um, you got to be willing to do what a lot of people won't do, and you got to come downhill fast and strike people hard. And, you know, like you said, that's one thing that I love to do, and I just got to make sure that I, I coach my guys to do it well and do it, do it right. Yes, sir. So what would you say your, like, coaching mentality is and your relationship with your players? Um, I always start off by telling my players, you know, I love them. I'm proud of them, and I can't wait to see them play. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, a player won't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Um, and so I really, really pour into my guys off the football field as well and make sure that they know I'm there to support them so that way that they, they give me their best every single time during practice, during the games, um, and they know that I, I trust them, I love them, and I, I'm rooting for them on and off the field. 
Yes, sir. That's really awesome. Um, I'm going to introduce my co-hosts, Reese Kinder and Max Mesman. Max, what questions you got for Coach Kitchens this morning? Well, good morning, Coach. Congrats on the huge win last night. And I wanted to highlight a couple players real quick. Uh, you talked about going down downfield and striking hard against the opponent. And one player that's been doing that really well this season so far is Davis Smith. I had him on that AHS Countdown show that Taylor was just talking about. I had him as my player profile for Gunner on special teams. But a couple weeks ago, Reese had him on there as uh, his player profile for free safety. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to just say, going into last night's game, he was leading all defensive backs and tackles on the season with 38. And I just want to ask, how much has a player like Davis improved and developed from where he was a year ago? Oh, man. Uh, Davis, to start off, he is a really, really smart kid. He, I call him my field journal on the back end. He's the one who does most of the talking and communicating uh, with the DBs. Um, and so I use his brain and his intellectual and his football IQ to, to slow the game down for, for the other three. Um, but since last year, he stepped up big time. He's got a little bit faster, you know, a little bit stronger. Um, all the good things that it takes uh, to definitely grow into a 7A safety. And he's just kind of taking it and running with it. Um, and like you said, he plays gunner. He long snaps even a little bit. Um, so he's a jack of all trades back there for me. And um, I know that when he comes off the field, I can talk to him and I can see the game through his eyes and we can figure out a solution to any problem that we have. Yes, sir. And one more player I would like to highlight is uh, number seven, Mike Gunn, who, like you said earlier, he had that amazing uh, interception late in the third quarter that really helped turn the tide of the game. He's really turned out into an all-around playmaker this year. And I wanted to ask from the cornerback position, and I said I asked Coach Ferguson last week a similar question to this, but how important is it to make those big game-changing play plays, not only being able to make them, but also being able to make them at a, free at a frequent rate? Uh, and that's that's one thing that we we emphasize on defense, you know, especially in seven A football in Alabama. It's the biggest stage of them all in the state. Um, so we have to make sure that we we practice those. You know, big plays are going to happen. Somebody has to step up and make those plays. And we always say, you know, why not us? Why can't it? You know, why? Why not us? Um, so especially with a talented team like Ramsey, we knew that they were going to pass the ball a lot. Um, and so it was our night to go up and make plays. I told them before the game, you know, the ball's in the air. I want it. 100% balls in there. I want it. It's ours. Um, and he stepped up big time. It was his first interception of the season. And so we kind of joked on him about that beforehand. Um, but he did a really good job of just making a highlight play when it, when we needed it the most. Uh, Ramsey had a little bit more momentum driving down the field, and he, he knew that he was going to step up. Yes, sir. And then for the cornerback position, I would say it's like one of the most cerebral positions in football because you got to make all those reads, you know, uh, read the wide receivers routes and also make split second decisions when going down the sideline, trying to make that play pass breakups or interceptions. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to ask how important as well as challenging is it to coach that throughout the off season through, as well as throughout practice and as well as throughout the week. Uh, it, it is very challenging, especially with the high caliber athletes that we face. You know, we got Cameron Coleman from central um, and athletes of just a top tier and coach bird he, he coaches he mainly coaches cornerbacks um him and coach zoe king and they do they both do a really great great job of slowing the game down for the guys throughout the week um and when we come together we route match and we rep the routes that you know the offense tends to run a lot so that by the time friday comes our guys know it like the back of their hand and they can just 
they read it and the game is so slow for them and they're able to make those highlight plays that you see every Friday night. Yeah, and we've seen this uh, secondary not only last night play really good, but also like in recent games, the secondary has played really solid defensive backs as a whole. And especially last night against a very talented QB as well as a very talented receiving core. Uh, what would you pin that success to, especially the recent success? Uh, I would say that we're, we're, we're trusting each other a lot more. Each week, you know, the, the trust is there, the camaraderie is there. Um, but also the standard that Coach Goolsby in, uh, establishes as a defensive coordinator, it, it never changes. We always have high expectations for our guys, and we never let up. Um, and it, So I always say it starts at the top um, with Coach Goolsby. He does a great job with, you know, having us coaches establish the standard. Um, and the coaches, staff, we do a great job of keeping that standard high for the players. And then the players, they hold each other accountable. Um, and they and they practice and they work to that standard consistently. So it's a it's a all around effort from everybody, and we preach attitude and effort every single day. Um, and when those guys really buy into it, you see special things happen. Yes, sir. And we saw in last night's game that it was a road game, and with a two hour plus drive from the high school to the stadium. How do you as a coach as well as the team, how do you all stay poised and focused going into a tough game, a tough environment, and um, remain locked in, you know, after such a long drive and so much stuff going on around the game? How does the team stay focused? Uh, so we have a saying on defense that we always like to say. We always say flip the switch. Um, and that's when you, you kind of tap into that, that game time mindset where you're ready to go out and you're ready to execute. Um, with a two hour bus drive, you don't really have to lock in, you know, as soon as you step on the bus, you have those two hours to kind of relax, kind of ease your mind and kind of block out everything else that, you know, you kind of have going on. You know, our, our players are high school kids. They have a lot of other things going on outside of football. Um, and so we use that time to kind of relax their mind. They, they listen to music, they sleep. Um, we give them some game time reminders. Um, and by the time they step off the bus at the stadium, um, if that switch hasn't been flipped, we, we go ahead and tell them, go ahead and activate it, go ahead and get locked in um, so that they can be ready to go. But a two-hour bus drive, it definitely plays a toll, um, especially with, you know, a long, long day like yesterday was. Um, we get them relaxed, we get their minds right, and then once we step off the bus, it's go time. Yes, sir. And one last question for you. Not only are you the defensive backs coach for the varsity football team, but you're also the PE coach at Drake Middle School. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's a job that you've held since 2020 how awesome is it to be able to not only coach football here at Auburn High School in the afternoons but also be able to coach PE at Drake and teach young students during the day oh man I, I I'm a little biased I love Drake Middle School obviously um I would say Drake was probably one of the biggest schools that had the most impact on my life especially as a middle as a 12 year old 11 12 year old kid um, you got a lot of stuff that's going on with your life. You're making changes, going through changes and all that stuff. So I feel like I kind of owe it all back to Auburn High and Drake. Um, but it's also cool to see uh, the developmental stage of it. You know, I see a lot of the kids who start off playing soccer, lacrosse, football, basketball, and then to see them again in high school. Um, it definitely brings me joy to kind of see them stay consistent and, and work hard and take the advice that, you know, we, we, we preach to them at Drake Middle School. Um, and we love seeing that hard work pay off, not only on the field or on the court, but also in the classroom. Thank you so much, Coach Kitchens. I'm going to go ahead and pass you to my other co-host, Reese Kinder, real quick. Reese, what questions do you have for Coach Kitchens? Uh, good morning, Coach. Uh, what a great win last night. Um, 
my first question is, what were you uh, impressed with last night, especially facing a great Ramsey team? Uh, what were you impressed with uh, by your DBs last night? Uh, I was very impressed with how well we we, we stayed matched with the receivers. Um, number five, I couldn't tell you his name, but we, we saw last night he is a athletic kid. He was very, very fast. Um, and except for one or two explosive plays, we really did a good job of kind of honing him in and, and staying attached to him wherever he went. Um, but we got to give the credit to our front our, our front seven, our defensive line and our linebackers. Uh, without the pressure and the, the, the blitzes and stuff that we were putting on them, and we, they were constantly in his face. And so they really make our job easy when they, when they tee off and just go after the quarterback like that. So um, Bees did a really good job of staying attached. We always say protect the middle of the field because those are the easy throws. Um, and they, they handled that very, very well. Uh, yeah. Um, now, looking forward, there's a lot of tough, tougher games, uh, especially Opelika, Central, Prattville, and um, those those games are very tough. Uh, what are you looking um, for in your DBs looking forward in those big games? So we, we've been telling our guys this past game last night was the start of what we call the gauntlet. Um, it's a midseason stretch. Like you said, we got Ramsey, Opelika, Central, and Prattville. Um, and those four games really do have a big, big play. Uh, they play a big part in our playoff in, uh, implications. Um, and so we tell our guys, if if there's any time to play, be playing your best football, now's the time. Um, because you're only guaranteed 10 games. And so we'll, we'll handle the playoffs when, when that time comes. But we're going to make sure that we're, we're locked in. We, we're focused on what's ahead of us. And right now it's Opelika. Uh, how do you think these younger guys have been in the big, bigger moments, uh, especially in these big games, you know, like, and also looking forward, do you think some of these uh, sophomores could uh, possibly come up with some big plays in uh, these big games? I'm really excited. This sophomore group, uh, like I said, I started out, I started out working with the sophomores during the summer. They have matured a lot. Um, they've grown as athletes. They're, they're learning the game. They're learning the Auburn high defense. Um, and like I said, Cameron Creighton is, is kind of the one that stepped up big and he's been making consistent plays the past couple of weeks. So I expect him to be consistently in the rotation and to keep making plays for us. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Powell Gordon and Mark Tolan and Cade Rayburn, but he kind of puts our coaches, uh, in the mindset of those former Auburn high athletes. And we're going to try to use them, uh, like we use those guys in the past because he's a, he's a special kid. Um, but they're growing, they're learning, and their their opportunities are going to come sooner rather than later, for sure. Thanks, Coach. No problem. All right. I'm going to take a little bit of a different um, road here. So I saw that you did none other than show choir in high school with Mr. Aaron Smith. <laughs> Me, personally, I'm in varsity singers for three years, and it's awesome. Mr. Smith is awesome. But connecting that to football – can you tell us a bit about your experience with those other clubs in high school? Yeah, um, I I was also I also had a passion for singing. Um, a couple of my friends they all you know they would they would make fun of me for doing show choir, but it was my off season sport. Um, it helped me stay in shape. It helped me keep it. It actually helped me be lighter on my feet. Um, but I also had a passion for singing. I, I sang in church when I was growing up. Um, but. Uh, I just loved it. I, I love music. I listen to it every every chance that I get. Um, and it, it kind of – music is my piece, I'll say that. Uh, it's, it's definitely my go-to spot when I need to kind of chill or relax or, or get locked in for a game. Music is always my go-to. And especially since I'm not playing anymore, I, I, I'll definitely lean on music when I'm, when I'm feeling any type of emotion. 
Um, yes, sir. I know I can agree with that. But yeah, no, show choir, show choir is my baby. I'll, I'll always go back and watch my show choir shows and and uh, and reminisce. And I'll talk with Mr. Smith every now and again um, and kind of see what his ideas are for for future shows. Yes, sir. Well, uh, connecting that to your players that are on the high school team currently, um, how can players balance their other interests and their other clubs as long as they're like with their football career? Um, we always. I always encourage my guys, um, especially my younger guys, my sophomores, my juniors, I encourage them to do something in the offseason, whether it be run track if you need to get faster or, you know, wrestle if you need to become a little bit more aggressive. Um, We always encourage it because a lot of the top players that you see in professional leagues nowadays, they were multi-sport athletes. And so if becoming a a successful athlete is your dream, um, I'm not going to just preach, oh, you have to play football. Because there is such a thing as burnout, and kids get burnt out a lot easier um, if they're if they're just honed in on one sport. So I always say, change it up, switch it up, get your mind away from football, go do something else, and then when you come back to it, the love is still there, and you're you're more dedicated because you you spent that time away from it and you miss it. Yes, sir. Well, I have one last question that will let you get to your beautiful Saturday. What does the city of Auburn personally mean to you growing up here? Um. That's a really good question. Auburn, I always say Auburn has made me who I am. Um, I grew up in a, uh, in a smaller town. Well, I was born in a smaller town in Florida, moved to a smaller town uh, in Alabama before coming to Auburn. I actually moved here when I was in third going into fourth grade. Um, but Auburn made me who I am. They, they gave me the, the credentials and the characteristics and the personality to go out and be the young man that I am and to also give back in my community uh, in a way that you know, most people try to change the world at all at once. Um, you know, if I'm going to change the world, I want to start in my hometown. Yes, sir. I like that. Well, Max and Reese, if y'all don't have any more questions, uh, can I do the outro? Uh, I have one more question, Coach. I just wanted to ask quickly, you know, with a big rivalry coming up in Opelika, um, I wanted to ask, like, what is one word you'd say to describe the team's mindset just going into that game and this upcoming week? Uh, we've been, the coaching staff, we've been texting all morning. Um, I think we're hungry. Um, you know, we haven't really, we haven't really proved ourselves yet in our minds. You know, we, we've still made some mistakes. We still got some growing up to do. We still got, you know, we still got a story to be told. Um, and I think we all keep the, the sour taste of the state championship from last year in the back of our mind. Um, and we always adapt the underdog mentality. Um, nobody looks at Auburn high and, they don't really respect us um, in our minds. So we always adapt the underdog mentality of everybody's counting us out. So let's go in and prove everybody wrong. Let's shock the world. Let's shock the state. And let's go handle our business the way we know how. I like that. All right. Thank you, Kev. Yep. No yes, problem. sir. Well, that's going to do it for episode six of Play Callers. We truly thank Coach Kitchens for giving us some of his time on the Saturday. Is there anything you want to say to the fans to end it out, Coach? Uh, keep chasing your dreams. Don't stop until you get there, and uh, go Tigers. Yes, sir. Well, good luck on Friday against Opelika, and we'll see the fans next week with a brand-new coach. Thank you again, Coach Kitchens, and we wish that you have a blessed Saturday. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank Thank you you so much, much. Coach. Don't go away because me and Max personally went to the Ramsey game. We got some sounds of the game. We got Coach Pritchett, Coach Etheridge. We got Towns, Tyler McKinnell, a bunch of stars. Don't go away and listen to these interviews. 
Hello, I'm Max Besman. It's halftime, and I'm here with Athletic Director of Auburn High School, Mr. Dan Norton. Mr. Norton, what does it mean to you to be the Athletic Director of a high school that has just so many different athletic departments, and all of the, all of which are very successful? Well, I grew up here, and I grew up in Auburn, and really, Auburn's a special place. Uh, we have a lot of teams that are really competitive, some really good coaches, some great athletes. And really across the board, all of our teams are able to compete, um, you know, at that state level. And that's exciting um, for all of us because I've watched it grow throughout the years from when I was on the junior high football team a long, long time ago. So it's, it's changed a lot over the years and it's really special. Uh, and also, not only are you the athletic director, but you're also able to come to all of these games with the team and support. What exactly does that mean to you? Well, unluckily, I can't make them all, but I do get to travel to quite a few. Um, and I, I like cheering for Auburn. I like to watch kids compete, um, to you know, watch their work pay off. So uh, it's a lot of fun. Thank you, Mr. Norton, for your time. You're welcome. Hello at halftime. I'm here with Miles Givens. Miles, uh, we're not able to get into the locker room right now, but what exactly would you say is the vibe going on right there? Um, I think as of right now, the coaches are kind of implementing what we've uh, built this week on, kind of just focusing on getting the win, um, focusing on working together as the brotherhood of of football and just trying to stick together and actually do what we're supposed to do. Um, a lot of guys are kind of in that mindset where they're kind of doing what they want to do, all that stuff back and forth. But I think that's, they're focusing on trying to get them back together to win this ball game. Yeah, and what's your personal opinion on how the first half is going so far and how do you think the second the second half will go for the team? How will they step up? Uh, first half-wise, I think I think Towns is doing what he best he can do right now. Um, I think that uh, – Defense is working their butts off. Offense is working. I think it's just, again, like they're not doing it together. Um, I think that it's just they got to focus on working together to get this job done. You know, it's it's a team effort, not just a one person. You can't put it all on Henry or put it all on Omar. So um, I think second half we're going to be doing hopefully a lot better. I think they needed halftime to just stop and realize, be like, hey, got to get my crap together. Um, so I think that second half will be – a lot more better. We're hopefully going to come out with this W. So, thank yeah. you, team. Man thank you, team manager Miles Givens, for your time. And yeah, enjoy the second half. I'm here with the weekly halftime report from Coach Smith coming out of the locker room. Coach, what is the exact mindset of the team coming into the second half tonight against Ramsey? We just got to come up with more energy. You know, just you know, play fast ever to the whistle. I feel like we're not playing that special on special teams right now. Um, but you know, we're gonna motivate them in the second half and um, see if they want to play. And it's gonna be on them. Yeah, and Coach, what is exactly, would you say, um, is the exact vibe of the team coming out of the halftime, uh, after, out of the locker room, Coach? Yeah, the energy is there. I think, you know, we've been down. You know, we've been down before this year. Um, the energy is there. We just got to pick up the intensity in the second half. Thank you so much for your time, Coach. Thank you. I'm here with Coach Pritchett. Coach Pritchett, what does it mean to be travel with the football team from the school that you currently teach at? Well, I mean, this is a great group of guys, and so it's a pleasure just to be able to be around just great guys, and they work really hard, and to see their work pay off in the football field is amazing. Yeah. What does the city of Auburn mean to you specifically? <laughs> we moved to Auburn about six years ago, and, and I told my wife just the other day, Thursday, we were riding downtown because there's a big game this weekend, and I told her this is probably the best decision we could have made for our family and it's a great city yes, sir. And so 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 amazing such a, a great feeling of family so I, I, we love it here yes sir thank you coach Pritchett uh, I'll go ahead.
All right, I'm here with star punter Tyler McKinnell, dear friend of mine. What did this win mean tonight? This win was huge. Uh, ultimately, for the playoff picture, you know, any tiebreakers, it comes down to wins of your opponents outside of the region. This is a big game. They were an amazing team. Their defense was solid. They had playmakers all over the field. It was a really big win, especially going into Opelika. We needed this motivation. Yeah. How would you say you personally performed tonight? I mean, there's always room for improvement. I think I had a good night. Uh, punting the ball was a great night tonight. I made a few plays uh, on special teams all around. Defense stepped up great. Uh, it's just a big compliment. All glory to God uh, putting me in this situation. I just thank him every day, and I just hope to get better for my team every single week. Thank you, Tyler. Hey, love you, bro. Thank you. I'm here with Coach Edwards. Good win tonight. Great win against the number one 5A team. Yeah. What did this win mean tonight, Coach? It's huge. It's huge for region standings because, you know, it's we have tiebreakers and stuff, and you got to have out-of-region wins. So huge for us, you know. And, and they got a really good football team. This is a big big win for us to come on the road and, and get a win like this against a quality team. Yes, sir. I'll let you get your Thank team you, now. Bill. Thank Appreciate you, Coach. I'm here post-game with starting kicker Towns McGee. Towns, what do you think of your personal performance tonight against Ramsey? Yeah, I thought, you know, overall special teams had a really good teller performance. Uh, Tyler McKinnon on punting, he did a tremendous job, especially that first punt. Um, offense did a great job getting me down the field to even make field goals. Um, my line did a great job blocking, JR snapping, London holding, uh, perfect laces every time. Missed my first kick from 57. Uh, thought it was good that I bounced back. I uh, got back, you know, controlled and made the next two and um, was really happy about that, so no doubt. And what do you think that this win means to you and the team tonight going forward, especially going against a rival like Opelika next week? Definitely. I think it's a huge win, big momentum booster. Um, and this is five A state champs last year, so they're a really good, high-quality team, really, you know, really good athletes, just a bunch of great guys. And uh, we got the best of them tonight. And uh, we just, in the second half, we turned it up, and uh, especially in fourth quarter, O-line did a great job, and uh, we got the win. So I think we're going to carry this momentum in next week, and we'll uh, have a good result. Thank you so much for your time, Towns. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Play Callers. Be sure to check out our episodes dropping every Tuesday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Also be sure to check out our other podcast, The Tiger's End, where we dive into the world of sports. Be sure to check out those episodes coming out every Monday at 3.30 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening.